was once a ship called the Ark of Humanity, where the last known remnants of Earth's people were instructed in the history of human civilization. Confined and categorized, none could leave, but one made a daring escape. Cut loose from all she knew, with a holographic student as her only companion, she crash-landed on a nearby planet, the planet of the Zarok. Now as a new life form, the half-human, half-Zarok survivor meets an organization of galactic species and must make a decision. Search for their missing companions, or take the chance to continue teaching about humanity. This time, not to other humans, but to aliens from every corner of the galaxy. Seminar, Episode 107. The Panda is Not Cute. Oh, no. Feeling better? Mm. Are you ready to go over the student list? No, but I guess we better. I'm just so scared. Well, what if I can't understand them? What if they hate me? What if I say something that offends them and start an intergalactic war? Well, I'd say that last item is very unlikely. As for understanding, they'll all have translators. As to you, I don't think that'll be a problem. But you know, it's more than just language. Our cultures and mores are, are bound to be different. There, there could be all sorts of conflict. First, remember that everyone in that classroom wants to be there. They're not being forced to learn, like your classmates were. They're eager to hear these stories and what you have to say about them. Yes, I guess that's true. And second, for the consortium to even stay together, the various species have to have some commonalities in order to relate to each other. Otherwise, there'd be no point in even communicating. True. Oh, but what if... Listen to this. All right, outlook inbox. Let's see what you've got for me. Just two new messages. Huh, okay. Let's see. New corporate diversity initiative. Ah, oh, Christ. In order to foster a more inclusive environment for all of our colleagues, we are pleased to announce the formation of a new corporate task force to improve representation and reduce disparities and blah, 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 blah. God! I can't believe this PC bullshit is even invading my fucking job. Hello, and welcome to the 
latest episode of Lexi Where the hell was that voice coming from? Oh, hey, Daniel. Oh. Hi, uh, Susan. I was wondering how the Arizona RFP is going. I know we're still two weeks out from the deadline, but there are a lot. I'm Garen Fitzsimmons, joined by Jeff Robertson, the writer of this short story. Jeff, good to have you. Hey, thanks, Karen. It's great to be here as always. Tomorrow morning during our weekly stand-up call and circulate another invite for the next week. Do you think you could get started on that? Uh, that sounds like a good... Um... Daniel, you seem very distracted. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Late night last night. <sighs> yes, I'll get that status update sent out. And send out an invite to touch base next week. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Thanks, Daniel. God. I'd call her a bitch to her face if she weren't so hot. Huh? So, Jeff, tell us about Daniel, the protagonist of this story you've written. <laughs> oh, man, where do I begin? Uh, he's basically an amalgamation of every aggrieved white male character in every story I've ever read. Aggrieved white male? Yeah. I mean, when I first read your script, I was like, is he just throwing every single stereotype about Trump supporters in here and seeing what sticks? <laughs> yeah, man. Kind of lazy on my part, wasn't it? Uh, not exactly what you'd call subtle. Ugh, this is some fucking bullshit! Man. I gotta focus and get that status update out. I mean, in the course of just one scene, he's already proven his animosity toward minorities. God damn it! And he's clearly also got misogynistic attitudes. That's bullshit! I mean, you're probably wondering if this guy has any redeemable qualities at all by this point. Jesus! Hey, uh, Daniel. I'm on a call. Would you keep it down? Yeah. Sorry about that. And now he's just cursing to himself randomly? What's that all about? You know, I can't remember where exactly I was going with that. Okay, just stay calm. This has to be a prank. Maybe someone in HR is just fucking with me. Oh, by the way, I totally forgot to mention that we're recording our commentary today from Trident Audio's new studios in downtown Boston. Yeah, it's awesome to be in this new space. Wait, they're right downtown? Yeah, this is great. I can't believe we finally have our own space to record it. 453 and a half Commonwealth Avenue. All right, you sons of bitches. I got something for you. So, Jeff, what is Daniel doing in this part of the story? Yeah, I think he's headed to a Trump 2024 rally right in the middle of his workday. <laughs> Who drives a car in downtown Boston anyway? I mean, take the tea like everyone else, you jerk. Just keep yucking it up, assholes. We'll see who's laughing. We're coming up on my favorite part of the story in just a few minutes here. I can't wait to tell you about how I edited this scene. Oh, I bet you can't, you son of a bitch. I bet you can't. So, Jeff, what was your favorite part about writing this episode? Well, I definitely have to say it was the ending theme. What the hell? Hey, asshole. Can't you see we're recording in here? Jeff and Garen, I presume? Oh, oh shit. shit. So, I'm a racist and a misogynist, huh, Jeff? Look, man, you, you said all of those awful things I wrote so, so... <laughs> uh. What the hell? I, I just loaded this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, this isn't funny, dude. 
This asshole character you created is trying to murder us. I'm sorry, man. I just... I, <laughs> I totally forgot one crucial detail about this story. Is that right, you prick? <laughs> I can't believe I forgot the producer rejected my script. Uh, she said the fact that Daniel had no redemption arc whatsoever made it boring and unmemorable. Wait, so you mean that Daniel... Uh, doesn't even exist. What the fuck are you talking about? I'm right here, you piece of shit! You left it! Well, that brings our first short of this episode to a close. Or not, since you know, it never got produced, I guess. <laughs> what the hell did I just listen to, Thomas? In attempt to distract you, it's called commentary. I'd hope a measure of confusion would trigger a sort of mental reset. Did it work? Yes, it... I think it did. I'm... I'm pretty sure I can focus now. Excellent. So, our students. 368 individuals applied for the class and... What?! And, thinking of your sanity and mine, I went through the list and selected five. Oh, good. And Rekekulun agreed that was a good number to start with, to quote, get your appendages dry. Let me pull up their files. This is Bob Johnson. <laughs> what? But, but he's human! I... I think... Oh, um, no, he's a smule. They're mollusks. Bob here was so enamored of our stories, he made himself a human suit and gave himself a human name. Wow, it's... It's not quite right, is it? Sort of a... Uncanny Valley-ish. Kind of hard to look at, really. Oh, I think it's not bad for a first effort. Anyway, as you can see, he's quite eager to learn all about humanity. Yeah. Do we have one that's less creepy? This is H3X43Y21Z90. They are a hive of a species merely called the Order. The 1.3 meter in diameter dodecahedron you see is filled with 6,200 insectoid entities, more or less, with a collective consciousness. 6,000 insects. Oh, not creepy at all. I'm not using that whole designation. Do you think they'd mind being called Hex? Since they don't really have names, I don't think they'll mind. Just so long as they know you're referring to them. Just so you know, the order is new to the consortium. It seems for a while they've been denied entry due to antisocial behavior. What kind of antisocial behavior? Thomas, I don't want any trouble in this classroom. They don't have their own planet. They used to roam space in huge colonies and occasionally raid planets for resources. As you can imagine, it's made them quite unwelcome in most circles. Right. Why'd they stop? No one knows. They're very mysterious. But Rekekulun assures me that H3X4... I mean, Hex. He's quite well behaved and is very curious about Earth culture. So, we've got a human cosplayer and a mysterious beehive. What else? This is Gal Room. He's a mallop. He's huge! 
And an octopus! Decapus, actually. At least, he has ten arms. Three meters tall at full length. I met him outside of Rectecho Loon's office. He's very nice. Really wants to meet you. He's been practicing walking on two arms to mimic bipeds. I think to impress you. Lovely. And this is Lemon. Lemon? Lemon. Like liminal. She's a J-jelly. Reptile species resembling geckos. She is 0.6 meters from nose to tail. As a cryptozenozoologist, she's most eager to learn about Earth's mythological creatures. Well, I hope she'll find my class enlightening. Is that it? Last one. This is Grill. She's a Chuff Chuff. Aww, so cute. She's a panda. Yes, the resemblance is remarkable. However, I would recommend not calling her cute. That would be offensive. Well, chuff-chuffs are regarded as cute by practically every species in the consortium, and many make an excellent living as emotional support life forms throughout the galaxy. But not this one. Oh, absolutely not. And if you forget, she will remind you. Repeatedly. Noted. The panda is not cute. Well, that's it. Oh, do you know what your first story's going to be? I think so. Uh, listen to this. It's called The Heart of the Town. Nice place you got here, Mr. Jones. Real local. Farm to table kind of feel. I'm proud to be the one to make it part of the Shopwise grocery family. Oh, please. Call me Sam, Miss Gemma. I'm just happy that you folks called when you did. Then Sam it is. I appreciate it. Most independent grocery stores don't have quite your accommodating attitude. I can't do this anymore. I'm getting old. I'm tired. My kids don't want to run the business. How are people supposed to eat if someone doesn't take over? Food desert. Big pardon? A food desert. Las Corzonas here would be a food desert without the store. Well, an actual desert, but that's part of why it's a food desert. Except for Sam's Grocery, there's not a lot of places to get food around here. Grocery stores can be the heart of the town, or even the region, keeping the lifeblood pumping with ritual nutrients. Good metaphor, yeah? Heart of the town, you said. Well, I think you're right, Miss Gemma, in ways you'll come to realize as you run this fine establishment. Oh, I won't be running it long term. I'm just here to oversee the transfer. Hire on some more hands, expand a few departments to keep in line with our corporate identity guidelines, make sure it doesn't lose any of the charm that made this place Sam's. Say, how do you feel about keeping the sign up on the front with your name on it? In about 20 minutes or so, you can do anything you please with it. Here. Come with me downstairs, I'll hand over the keys, sign the last papers, and we'll shake and call it good. Damn. It's cold. Wish I brought my jacket. It's always been naturally cold in here. Why we use it for refrigeration? Keeps the costs down. We're excited about that, let me tell you. Green initiatives are a big part of the Shopboy's brand. Where did I put those keys? wonder what causes the cold, though. It should be cooler down here, but this feels like we're walking into a standing fridge. You know, 
I was a minor in geology in college. I thought you said you minored in sociology at breakfast. Here they are. Oh, I, I minored in a lot of things. Everything was just so interesting. I almost didn't pick a major. Very interesting. Here... I only ended up majoring in business because I was closest to completing it anyway. Miss... That's why I like this job. Always a new challenge. New location. Someone new to talk to. Ma'am. The... Keys? I, I'm sorry. Here I am, babbling about my job when you're ready to retire. Thank you. Now these are for all the doors in the building? Including the doors from the outside leading into the basement? Oh, that's right, Miss Gemma. Mine and all the shift manager's keys are on that ring. Except the manager who's locking up tonight, right? Nah, the night janitors will lock up, same as always. I'll have them stop by your hotel on the way home so you can say you officially collected all the keys. I know how your bosses get. You have night custodians? You have them now. As of this moment. They're all employees of Shopwise grocery stores. We don't use separate custodial staff at Shopwise. It's rolled into the clerk's duties. That doesn't seem fair to the customers. You expecting the staff to clean and ring them up at the same time? I think you'll find a... We do things a little bit differently. Maybe you'll even get to like it better. Oh, will I? Well, I'm hoping you'll still be a valued customer, even after you retire. I plan to, seeing as you told me you weren't going to change anything. Anything important? Well, that's where we disagree, ma'am. I think having night janitors are very important. Which is why I went to the trouble of making sure it was in the contract that you'd be keeping them on. Read the contract. Uh, just a second. Mr. Kowalski! Surprise. Aren't you going to invite me in? Oh, of course. I'm sorry. Please. Still working. Good. What were you looking at? The contract for Sam's Grocery. I didn't realize he insisted on a separate custodial staff. We'll cut down on the clerks and make it work. Now, to the matter at hand. Gemma, I was passing through Los Corazones on my way to the LA office today. Never fly when you can drive. You, you miss, miss the, the people, people we serve, serve when you fly. fly. Exactly. Anyway, I was driving through and originally thought I would stop by to check in on the transition. You were going to stop by? I'm not sure I like the use of the past tense. Well, you should. I got a phone call right before I got off the exit. A phone call authorizing me to promote you to head office. Are you for real? I seldom joke, Gemma. Especially on matters such as this. You've done excellent work, and it hasn't gone unnoticed. I've even been authorized to take you out to dinner on the company account to celebrate. I... I don't know what to say. I would start by thanking me and getting your coat. My driver is waiting. Oh, but the contract, the, the, the night custodians... Gemma, are you listening to me? I'm telling you that your days of jetting around from opioid-ridden towns to small, irrelevant neighborhoods are over. Let whoever's next worry about human resources. Ba, 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 ba.
Scared the life out of me. Sorry about that, Paz. Easy to miss things this time of night. You, uh, here for one last look at her? Yep. Yeah. Are you are you sure that's smart? I mean, the idea was a clean break so you could still walk away from her before it was too late. I've already signed the paperwork and handed over the keys. One more look to say goodbye won't kill me. Here, you lock up after me. Thanks. You'll take care of her. For me? I always do. Gemma? Gemma? Mm? Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Kowalski. I drifted off there for a second. What were you saying? I think I know what this is about. You... you do? Of course. I've worked with you a long time. I think I've learned a little about you. You'll miss the travel. Right. Right. The travel. A woman like you enjoys new challenges. New vistas. And there's nothing wrong with that. There just comes a time in everyone's life when they need to settle down. I don't... I don't know if I'm made for that sort of thing. Everyone is made for that sort of thing in the end. Still, there's nothing wrong with a little youthful wanderlust. You know what you should do? What, sir? Take some time off before you start your new position. Take a road trip across America. See the people we serve. The beating hearts of towns that make this country great. It's what I did, and... I'm sorry, sir. I'll be right back. What on... I'm sorry. I just can't care for you at my old age. Then again, you never get old, do you, lady? Not unless we mistreat you. What the hell is that? Hello, Miss Gemma. This is the lady. She's... A, a giant heart? Just growing out of the floor. With the veins leading into the walls like pipes. Only it's not pumping itself. This machine is pumping for it. Remember when you said my grocery store was the heart of the town? Well, you were close. The lady here is the heart of the town. The store is just a cover for this? Like fake infrastructure buildings that cover up oil wells and subway vents in cities. Not exactly. The store really does sell food. Where did it come from? No idea. According to the man I bought this place from, she's always been here. 
Same according to the man who sold it to him. And so on. And so on. I like to think she grew when Las Corazones reached a certain size. This is why you have the night custodial staff. To maintain it without anyone else seeing. Yep. Don't worry. They'll keep doing it. You just leave them alone. I just uh, wanted one last look. It's so beautiful. The way it moves. I can't look away. Most can't. The town founders worshipped it, thought she was a gift from God. But then the preacher got wind and decided she was a gift from the devil. He took a pickaxe to her before they could drag him away. The next day, the silver mine collapsed, killed 70 people. <laughs> we had to do some repair work, as you can see. Every town has one? Oh, I reckon there's one of her in every town, village, camp, and city in the world. Can you imagine what the hearts of Los Angeles or New York look like? Or how old the hearts of Cairo or Rome are? Hey, you're talking young people talk. I just took care of the lady here. Now, Someone else will. That's all. Someone needs to find the other hearts. See if it's true. Make sure they're okay. Like I said, you're talking young people talk. What the hell is this thing? Mr. Kowalski, we've, we've been given a huge responsibility. This is the heart of the town. If she dies, the town dies. You already have a responsibility to the shareholders of Shopwise. It does not include leaving in the middle of dinner, and unless you can add this thing to shareholder value, it doesn't include it. Can it add to shareholder value? You know, Gemma, one key part of keeping her going, every once in a while, you gotta feed. What are you doing, Gemma? Taking your advice. Road trip around the country. See the hearts of this country. See how the people on the ground actually live. What does that mean? It means I quit, Mr. Kowalski. Interesting. Why this choice? Well, I liked the idea of a heart being in every town. Sort of like how we all, well, most of us, have some kind of heart. Ah, you're trying to spark a sense of commonality between everyone. I see. And you don't think the horror aspect will be a problem. It is a bit macabre. Oh, maybe you're right. <sighs> maybe this all is a mistake. No. No, we're not going through that again. 
Look, get some sleep and we'll go through any last-minute things tomorrow. You're going to be great, New. I hope you're right, Thomas. Good night. Good night, New. Featuring the voice talents of Dan Foster as Thomas and Sterling Ray as New. In Commentary, Chris Rogers as Daniel, Garen Fitzgerald as Jeff Robertson and Cube Neighbor, Jeff Robinson as Garen Fitzsimmons, and Lizzie Parker as Susan. Written by Jeff Robinson. In Heart of the Town, Carissa Lynn as Gemma, Jillian Morgan as Paz, Mike Queller as Mr. Kowalski, and Ryan Saro as Sam. Written by Patrick Regan. Directed by Garen Fitzgerald. Shorts edited by Tilly Bridges. Rapper written by V.C. Morrison. Seminar theme and outro by Garen Fitzgerald. All other music by Josh Molin at thetoonpeddler.com. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar, co-created by Catherine Pride and Tilly Bridges. This production is copyright 2022, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening.